Hello and welcome to another episode of These Little Moments Podcast. In this episode, I talk about meal plans and specifically should you use a meal plan. I go over my brief history with meal plans, my brief history with programming clients for meal plans, why you possibly should or should not do meal plans, and then what you should do if you choose not to. So I super hope you enjoy this episode and let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to a, <laughs> a little accent there. Welcome back to a, another episode of These Little Moments podcast. I am your host, your online health and wellness coach, Ryan Kasim, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Ryan Talks in Crazy Accents. Anyways, in this episode, I am going to talk about meal plans. Uh, but before that, I just want to say hi. Hello, how are you? I hope that wherever you are, things are good. Things are going well. <laughs> Life is good. Uh, if not, things will get better. If they are, amazing. These are great times. <laughs> okay, anyways. Meal plans. I want to talk about meal plans because it seems that everybody else wants to talk about meal plans. And everybody always asks me for a meal plan. And... As your online health and wellness coach, it is my job to educate you on should you use a meal plan? Should you use a meal plan? <laughs> if this is your first time listening to me, I apologize uh, because this is how all the episodes are. <laughs> or you're welcome. It's either either or. Either or. Anyways, should use a meal plan. Uh, so what I want to do my goal with this podcast episode is to educate you as much as possible, give you a brief history of my history of meal plans, give you a brief history with how I used to program them, um, and basically my opinion on it so that you can form your own opinion on it. Because at the end of the day, what you do matters and the information that you take in matters and your perspective matters. So I just want to give you as much as I can to help you determine your own plan of action. So with that being said, let me give you the brief history of meal plans. So when I was in college, I started making, actually, you know what? I started following a meal plan. Uh, my buddy Angelo had written me a meal plan and it was essentially to the T what I should be having for breakfast at this time, what I should be having as a snack, what I should be having for lunch, snacks, dinner. And it's something he literally wrote up in five minutes gave to me and I took it as like oh my gosh this is the holy grail right and his only qualifications were that he was jacked <laughs> that was enough for me to be like thank you thank you so much for doing this for me I appreciate this thank you thank you <laughs> right um and essentially I started following this this meal plan that he wrote uh and I ran into my own issues with it like I'll go into how I used to program for my clients as well. Um, but basically, the issues were, uh, you know, I got bored of it super quick, right? So two weeks in, I was just like, I don't want any more Greek yogurt for breakfast. I don't want whole wheat pasta for dinner with chicken, right? Uh, I was craving flexibility, and this meal plan was not allowing me to be flexible, nor was it teaching me what the hell I was doing. So 
that kind of goes into the rest of what we're talking about. But uh, that's my history with meal plans, right? So I've I've used meal plans before, um, and how I used to program. So back in the day, about like five years ago, when I first was a trainer and my clients would ask me for meal plans, uh, you know, I have no right to write meal plans. So <laughs> it's, if your trainer's writing you a meal plan, here's a little tidbit. They're not supposed to be. Um, and I highly recommend that you don't follow a meal plan that your personal trainer wrote for you because they have no freaking clue. So if this is you, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I'm following a meal plan that Stacy, my personal trainer, wrote for me and it tells me to eat 12 ounces of egg whites for breakfast and four ounces of chicken for lunch with broccoli and uh, same thing for dinner. I want you to run away as fast as you can. Tell Stacy, hey, let's just focus on workouts. I got the nutrition part and then burn the meal plan that she gave you. Because, and here's the reason why, guys, because meal plans are the equivalent to if I gave you all the answers to a math test, right? We got this big math test coming up, super hard algebra test, and you didn't study, you have no freaking clue, and I'm like, hey, I got you. Here's all the answers. This is going to get you that A. And you're like, dope. Thank you so much. Super appreciate you doing this. You get an A on this test, right? The following week, I'm on vacation, right? I don't know what student vacations during the school year, but I'm on vacation. And you have another test, and you're like, crap, I have no idea what the hell I did last week, and it's building on it for this week. And you fail this test, right? Because I gave you the answers to a test, you didn't learn what the hell you did. And that's essentially what a meal plan is. A meal plan will get you results. It's That's no question, right? If you follow something to the T that's structured for you, emphasize on that uh, to help you with whatever your goal is, you will lose weight, right? Or bulk or whatever the case may be. However, you have no idea what you just did. So as soon as you Go off your meal plan as soon as the weekend comes, as soon as your friend invites you for dinner, a birthday party comes up, whatever the case may be, you now associate everything that you eat that is off of your meal plan as failure. You associate it as you messing up. You associate it as now you're going to gain weight because this isn't the chicken, rice, and broccoli that you were supposed to have at 4.35 p.m. on this day, right? Meal plans are... They're supposed to provide you with benefit, yet what they do is they only provide you with surface-level results. And I don't know about you, but if I lost 10 pounds, I'd like to be able to maintain that 10 pounds that I lost. What's the point of me losing 10 pounds only to gain it back three months later? That's really frustrating. And I want to know what I'm doing to have lost that 10 pounds, right? If I don't know how I lost that 10 pounds, now I'm back to where I started, completely confused, going back in circles, and I'm probably more likely going to start another fad diet because I have no idea how the first time I lost the 10 pounds worked. So now you can kind of see the the crazy cycle that is meal plans and why you should not follow a meal plan. Uh, So like we said, meal plans 
aren't realistic. You're not going to want to eat the same foods all the time. It's not like you can eat the same foods all the time, like I said, because the first thing that happens is the weekend comes up and you create this food anxiety when you have to go off of your meal plan. Uh, you don't know how to eat off your meal plan. You have no idea about uh, nutrition labels because you're not really reading it. You're just weighing out your food and meal prepping your your stuff every week. Uh, save myself from swearing there. Kudos, Ryan. Uh, but yeah, that's essentially it. You have no idea what you're doing. You're just following this blank slate thing that somebody gave you uh, who most likely does not have the qualifications to give you this meal plan. Um, but now you have no idea what you're doing. And it's frustrating. Uh, you think you're doing the right thing. And you think this is the answers that you need. But we both know that anytime you put in the work to learn something, that the benefit of now knowing how to do this thing, this activity, this action, far outweighs receiving the short-term benefit of this got done for me rather than I now know how to do this thing. So that's why you should not do meal plans. That's why I don't create meal plans for clients. Uh, that's why as my job as a coach is to teach somebody about the basics of nutrition, to teach someone, hey, why don't you create your own meal plan or why don't you structure out your day to fit the foods that you want to eat that's still going to help you, right? So what should you do now that I've <laughs> maybe convinced you to say, okay, I'm going to throw out Stacy's meal plan because this was a bunch of habash, and I don't know what that word means, habash, but I'm going to throw out Stacy's meal plan because it's, bunch, it's a bunch of BS, And uh, but now, Ryan, I have no idea what to do because you just made me throw out my cheat sheet for this test, so how should I study so that I can learn this stuff? So what I want you to do, first of all, is track your calories. How do you track your calories? Download any food diary app. Usually I recommend my clients, MyFitnessPal. You're going to track your calories. You're going to, let's start with how many calories should be in to lose fat. Let's start with just 12 times your goal body weight. This will give you essentially a general guideline of your fat loss calories. Okay, now that you have these calories, you're going to track your calories so that you stay within this range of your calories. You're also going to be tracking your protein intake. Your protein intake is important because it helps you recover, helps you build muscle. Uh, it's essentially what your skin, your hair, uh, helps regulate your hormones, everything, 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 everything that has to do with protein. Track your protein because it's super necessary. And more importantly, what you're going to find out is this allows you to be more flexible now that you are in control you are in the driver's seat of what foods you are eating rather than having somebody rigidly tell you what you should be eating when you should be eating because we know meal frequency does not matter when it comes to fat loss we know that you could still lose weight while eating donuts we know that you should be having nutrient-dense foods, right? Include those salads, get those veggies, and eat those fruits. And we know that as long as you track your calories, as long as you're within your calorie range, you're going to lose fat. That is inevitable. You are consistent. You're going to see consistent results. And this is how you can get past uh, not having a meal plan. And if you're still kind of harping on like, well, I really want this meal again because I want to I want to lose this fat, I will ask you this. I will say, 
does the short-term benefit of losing this weight matter more than knowing how you actually lost this weight? And does it matter more to you to lose this weight short-term and then with the high possibility of gaining back this weight? Or does it matter more to you to consider the long-term results of knowing how and learning how to lose this weight so that you can maintain this and create good habits and sustain it for the rest of your life? That's the question you need to ask yourself. I can't answer that for you. That's not my responsibility. I think you know where my opinion lies in that. But again, it's your choice. At the end of the day, everything is your choice. And if you or you know somebody who's following a meal plan, please share this podcast with them because all I'm trying to do is help show you another perspective of why the thing that you think you want the most, you think the thing that you think will help you the most is actually what's stopping you from actually attaining lifelong results. So with that being said, guys, that is the episode. I love you super much. If you enjoyed that episode, I would really super duper love if you gave this podcast a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It would help tremendously. Uh, if you want to follow me, you could follow me at Body Brian Fitness on Instagram, or you can go to my website at bodybrian.com. But I really appreciate you listening to this. Uh, means me means me. Hmm. <laughs> it means more to me than you will ever know. So I'm beyond grateful for you. Thank you so much. Hope you have an amazing day. I love you and I'll talk to you later. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of these Lone Moments podcast. I am beyond grateful for your support and for your listening skills for getting through this podcast. So super appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts because I love reading reviews, especially if they have five stars next to them. Also, uh, if you would like to work together one-on-one for online health and wellness coaching, you can apply at bodybyran.com slash coaching. I'll go over your application and see if we're a good fit for each other, and then we'll go from there. But I just want you to know I'm beyond grateful for you. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I will see you in the next one so thank you guys and i'll see you later peace